Why is it that you always have to go to the bathroom at the stupidest times? Um, just the way I'm made, I guess. Yeah, well, I pulled over just for you, and I don't have any idea where we are. It's a little scary. Well, it's, yeah, it's kind of sounds scary. <laughs> You're not very good at impromptu acting. <laughs> I'm not very Watch good. Watch out! No! Not over there! I'm not very good at any kind of acting. <laughs> Welcome to episode number 90 of Take Him With You for October 17th, 2010. I'm Rick Moyer. And I'm Amy Moyer. This week, we talk about the CSI programs and uh, I don't know what channel the girls are always watching. Not only are we talking about some TV shows, but we're going to be talking about our main subject this week, all about Halloween. Is it evil? Where did it come from? And what does the Bible say about it? This ought to be a very interesting discussion. We got lots and lots of comments on Facebook and Twitter, and we'll share them with you in a moment. Hey everybody, I wanted to share with you a brand new project that I'm working on, a music project called MW Orbit. You can find more about it if you go to mw-orbit.com. You can listen to some of the cool music that's uh, being worked on. You can read MW Orbit's journal of how he's ready to explore the galaxy looking for life. The uh, CD and the download will be coming out here in about a month and a half or so. And uh, I hope that you take the time to take a listen to it. It's a follow-up to the Stargazer CD that I did last year. I think you're really going to enjoy it. It's a short story and a bunch of music that will, uh, I don't know, I think you're just going to enjoy it. So check it out over at mw-orbit.com. Actually, listening to some of the the new CD right there, and I was I was copying some of it. Well, kind of trying. Do you want to show us what you were singing? I was going do 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 do, and you said shh. Well, it's only because I was hitting the record button, and okay, it wouldn't have fit with what we were doing. But you, I, know, you know, I love it when you sing. When we were first married, I had a hard time not getting my feelings hurt because every time I'd start to sing something, you'd turn on the radio. We didn't have a CD player because they didn't have CDs anyway, or the MP3s then. But anyway, you turn on the radio and I go, I was singing. And, and you would say, well, yeah, it reminded me of music. <laughs> and I'm going, it reminded you of you, music. You've, you've always had a complex that oh. I don't like your singing, but I do like your singing. Yeah, I used to think that I I sang well until I married you. What does that mean? Well, because you sing so well that I, do not. I, I can barely carry a tune in a bucket. And, you know, and sometimes I, I know that I don't hit the right let's notes. Let's talk about people that sing well. They are not me. There's people that no, can really, really sing, sing. You sing very well. Nah. You always have. Nah. You, you wooed me with your piano playing and your singing. Yeah, well, that's another story, isn't it? Yeah. So, except for you, for all you listening out there that have musical ability, that's how you win them. Yeah, get them in a practice room with a piano. And I, I, it's over. Um, I win your heart with chocolate chip pancakes. 
No. No. <laughs> nah, there were other things about you that I liked more than the pancakes. Okay, we don't need to go there. Okay. What? I've been married to you for 24 years. Yeah. Plus. And I can't make you chocolate chip pancakes very much anymore. I don't really like them. You really don't? Yeah, they're okay, I guess, but whatever. Oh, they're probably... If I didn't have to worry about having... Just a, give me the straight chocolate chips. <laughs> I like chocolate chip pancakes. Yeah. They don't really... I mean, they like me too well. They kind of stay on my hips. I don't make them very much. I don't ever see you carrying around chocolate chip pancakes. Believe me, they're there. Anyway, people don't want to hear yeah. this, I'm sure. Anyway, uh, I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. And this is the Take Him With You podcast Um we are we're going to have a great week this week. Uh, you know, I decided to tackle the subject of Halloween because there's just so many different opinions out there. So I wrote a Facebook and Twitter poll about it and got tons and tons and tons of of comments from all different spectrums. And I thought it would be really interesting just to talk about it because um, here in the United States, we celebrate Halloween. I mean, there's a there's it's a big, huge holiday. It's you one know, of the most. Um, I've heard it's the second largest holiday retail holiday. Yeah, as far as candy sales and costumes and stuff like that. Yeah, that next to I think probably next to Christmas. Christmas that's what it is. It, it um, people spend more. On oh, Halloween. Uh, billions of dollars on candy and different things and like that. So it's it's a very it's a very in your face type of holiday. It's all over the place in the United States. I know we'll hear from a few of our international um, listeners that it's not quite as, um, they're not quite as into it in other countries, but uh, we're going to talk about it. We've talked about the controversy surrounding it. Um, You know, there's some extreme views on both sides of the, of the spectrum and uh, share a reminisce a a little, reminisce a little bit about what our childhood Halloweens were like. And uh, then we'll uh, play a song that I wrote called Be a Zombie. Mm Mm-hmm. That I played last year. I'll play it again this year, so you'll enjoy it. I hope. <laughs> and I think we're going to have a great discussion. But first, let's ha- start to talk a little bit about what's going on at our house. I don't know about you, but even though I didn't have work for the Martians or well, I guess I did some editing, but I didn't have a full script reading day for the Martians are here dot uh, com this week. It was just busy, busy, busy. Mm-hmm. But I've been working very hard on the new album. Yeah, you have, and I think um, I don't know what time you came to bed last night because you were still working, working, working on it when I went to bed at like eleven. Well, I I came up with the very first song on the album because. Um, See what the, the way the album works this time is it's a story mm-hmm. and and um, it, it revolves around a, a little probe that NASA designs a a, a a sentient probe that is able to make decisions on its own and it talk it, it basically follows the story of this little guy where they create him and then they take him on the spa- space elevator up to the platform C and then they launch him and he goes around the sun and uh, rockets into light speed and heads to the Milky Way. Um, galaxy. And you don't want to give away much more than that. Well, that's really the, the it talks, that's, it's his journey. Mm-hmm. But in order to do that, I wanted to tell a story with the, uh, with the songs. And so um, I actually spent yesterday, I had to come up with a, with an idea of how to make these, this robot become sentient or, or uh, conscious. 
And so you haven't even heard this yet, but I'm going to play a little bit of it for folks. Um, I don't want to give it all away, but I, I'll play a little bit of it at first so you can hear kind of what I've been when working on. You ready? Mm-hmm. See, they're in the laboratory and they're working on him. Mm -hmm. So the servo motors are moving, but he doesn't have any consciousness yet. So they got they've got something going, indicated by the tone that tone that's right in the middle do you like that like he's he's gonna start to boot up or something yes kind of like when you turn on the computer and you can hear this starting to spin around and getting ready to go you got it you nailed it all right so then all of a sudden Something starts to happen. Isn't that cool? So, is he seeing something there? He's trying to. Okay. sound of his voice. Do you have both earphones on, I hope? I do, I do. I don't always, but I do now. But people are really getting that. I'm not going to play a whole bunch of this because I want everybody to get the CD yeah, and listen to it again. You're, you're going to give away too much. You don't, you know, it's kind of like... Oh, there we go. He's really coming to life now. You you want his birth to be a surprise. Don't don't have him. You want me to stop? Yeah, don't give away too much. I just think it's cool. That's the hard part about working on a project. You don't want to give it all away. Okay, so anyway, that's what I've been working on there. So anyway, okay. So I turned that down. But anyway, there's there's uh, that's just kind of the mellow stuff on there. But there's some really cool, um, really cool songs like um, "Slingshot" is really cool. Check this out. Are you listening? I'm listening. This one has a really cool drum part in it. That was a, quite a hard piece to do. Not cool sounding. Anyway, my cat Stripey, you know, he he actually co-wrote one of the songs with me. 
Yeah, I, I remember that. He yeah. actually, Stripey plays the keyboards quite a bit because he likes to sit in the window right above the, one he the helped, keyboards. <laughs> here's the one he helped me write. It's called Luminosity. And I'll get to his part. There it is. That's the part in there that he wrote. <coughs> and so, let me let me explain how that worked. I I was see, I was playing a, a chord progression. He actually hit the sequencer button. I didn't know it when he was jumping up onto onto the windowsill. And then I added the drums and the the cool little uh, melody that goes in it. But so the background is stripey hit a button while I was playing and that's thus he co-wrote the song. Mm-hmm. So if um if the album goes really well, he gets do royalties. You, do you, yeah, do we have to give the kitty royalties? He maybe, gets royalty. He is royalty. Maybe he can just pay his vet bills. How's that? <laughs> he is royalty. That's Yeah, he he he's then a very a, pampered kitty. There's a cool song called The Heavens in Front of Me that um is all about um about the uh Actually written for a different project, but it works so well with this, I put it in here. Um, but it's um, all about when M.W. looks straight at the Milky Way as he's hurled into it. And, uh, and it's kind of, if you could see it on film, he'd be, he'd be slowly shooting towards that with the stars kind of smearing behind him. And here's what you would hear. I think people are really going to like this album. It's it's different than the last one. And you know, our son, our oldest son, wants to be a filmmaker. Maybe he can make a film of that. Would um, be cool. M.W. Orbit. This is kind of a cool one. This one is called Comet's Journey. Very stereo, huh? Mm-hmm. A lot of electronic sounds in this one. Not that there wasn't any other one, but. This one in particular explores more of the artificial intelligence side of things. But I'm not going to give away any more than that. Ta-da! Okay, there you go. That's that's a little bit about what's going on. And people can find more about it um, over at mw-orbit.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's there's updates. Few Every few days there's an update of what MW's up to. And... And uh, by the time they hear this podcast, I believe that by tomorrow, uh, MW will be riding the elevator to Platform C. Yeah, kind of exciting. Have you been following it? Um, no. I, I, My wife. I actually, of all people, you'd think she would I follow actually it. followed it for a while, but then I've gotten behind because of work, and then I get home and I'm just too tired. But I need to... I need to um, catch up i don't have any cleaning jobs today so after i clean my house which might take me all day i'll try to catch up (laughs) all right well there's not a whole lot there well there might be by this time but i don't know we'll see anyway so that's what i've been working on um we had a cool surprise from a friend we did oh for our birthdays yeah our birthdays are coming up we're one week apart one week in one year so I celebrate my birthday on the 26th of October, and Amy celebrates hers on the 2nd of November. So we're exactly seven days apart. Mm-hmm. And so we always try to pick something that we do together. Mm-hmm. Go out to dinner or movies or something goofy. We do something. Something. And this year, um, we found out that the 
Experience Music Project and the Sci-Fi Museum in Seattle mm-hmm. is hosting the Battlestar Galactica display mm-hmm. of old and new Battlestar Galactica props, full-size ships and props from the show, uniforms, and all sorts of different stuff. Um, they're going to host it at the Sci-Fi Museum starting October 23rd. Mm-hmm. And we're going. We're going. Not on the 23rd, a, a week later. But yeah, yeah, we're going to go on the 30th and the 31st. Mm-hmm. Well, probably only one of the days. Yeah, one but... of the days, but we had to figure out which. But here's the deal. Uh, we were talking to a friend about how we were going to go up and see this because what an opportunity. You know, yeah, I want to see a Viper. I hope they have a full-size Viper. That's what I'm hoping. I'm such a geek. You are a geek. When I was a little kid, I loved the Viper. I had a Viper. I ordered a Viper. You ordered a Viper. And I used to draw them on my peachy. Do you remember peaches? Oh, yes. I remember peaches. Yeah, most people would draw, you know, vulgar things or football teams or whatever logos. But I'd draw spaceships and robots. Does that surprise you? No. Yeah. Are you reading something? Because you don't seem engaged at all in that. Well, the reason why is I'm using your little baby laptop and it has this power saver thing. So all I was doing was trying to get Facebook back on because it it. disappeared. Well, we're not there yet. So just that chill. Chill, man. Take a chill pill. Chillax. Yeah. Anyway, um, we were talking to a friend and you know what our friend did? Our friend got us a hotel room so we could go on uh go down uh, go up to seattle on saturday and either enjoy the day in seattle and then go to the sci-fi museum the next day or vice versa and we thought that was so kind of him Mm -hmm. so thank you very much i won't say who it is but i'll just say thank you to the very gracious friend of ours that uh, got us a room at the hyatt yeah which is very nice nice. yeah that'd be cool and it'll it'll be nice because we could have done the trip in one day but it's about three two and a half three hours driving each way yeah so that would have made a a really long day day. so this way it makes it a couple of hours up and then uh the the hotel is only 10 minutes from the sci-fi museum so we can walk yeah so that'll be great. Yeah, Leave our about, car there and enjoy the Seattle yeah, Center. Yeah, it's about a half mile from there. So it'll if be... you've never been to the Sci-Fi Museum in Seattle, <laughs> let me tell you, it's awesome. And it's got such a really great display of a bunch of different sci-fi stuff. And the Experience Music Project is really cool as well. I think it's about 15 bucks to go tour through it and gets you into both of the, the um, Experience and the Sci-Fi Museum. Mm-hmm. And then when they have these special displays like they do, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So we're really looking forward to that. I told my mom we were doing that, and she goes, "Oh, I bet Amy's real thrilled." I I don't mind it. I've I've been to the Sci-Fi Museum and the Experience Music Project one other time about three years ago with mm-hmm. you, and it was it was interesting. Though I'm not really a musician at all, it was still kind of interesting going to the Experience Music thing. And I've been married to a um, Sci-Fi geek. Um, so, you know, I, I was quite familiar. I, it was interesting, though, because um, I'm kind of a like person that likes history. And so I like the museum aspect of things. You like the little, um, what I would call boy toys more than I did. Like the, there was one whole room with the... Weapons. Weapons that yeah. they had. The Sci-fi props. weapons. You know, they weren't real. They were phasers just... Phasers and batlifts and... Late and lightsabers and stuff like that and you know to me that was a little bit boring death stars um but i found it fascinating like looking at the hand the scripts with the little notes written on on them that gene roddenberry had written little notes or william shatner had written things on i i kind of like he wrote his like pause 
greatly here. <laughs> yeah. I kind of like the historical aspect of it, and you kind of like the... Coolness of it. The lights and the flash and the... The coolness of it. The, yeah. Well, yeah. It's just cool. So anyway, that's what we're going to do for our birthday. Yeah. That'll be fun. So right in between our birthdays, we're celebrating. Yep. And I, I, um, got, I have a really cool present for you. Okay. Yeah. I think you'll really enjoy it. It's not another um, Star Star Trek movie, is it? There aren't any more Star Trek movies. Well, you I have them you all. You know why I said that? Yes. Because <laughs> one year you got in big, big trouble because we were heading out to a friend's to have a birthday dinner for my birthday, and you had me unwrap a, a Star Wars or Star Trek um, video. It's true. And I'm going, oh. Rick, Rick. <laughs> I was a, it was a joke. It was a joke because when I got out there, I had I was into country stuff at the time, and I had a cute little country shelf, and I think maybe you a still clock have the shelf. Too. It's in the kitchen. Yeah, the clock broke, but I had the little country clock too. I'm not sure if I got it at the same time, but anyway, it was its time. Yeah, get it at the time. Yes, the clock. But yeah, anyway, you dug yourself out of that way, but I was mad for a good half an hour. Though. <laughs> She thought for sure all I got her was a Star Trek video, and it's just not true. <laughs> so anyway, that was a that was a memory, though. Not necessarily a good memory, but it was a memory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, anyway, we're, that's what we're doing for our birthdays. That yeah. should be fun. Um, I only have one request for my birthday, dear. Okay. Other than the sci-fi museum and you stuff. You want chocolate cake with... With white frosting. I do. I don't eat a lot of cake anymore because of diabetes and stuff, but uh, I, I'll i take a big shot for that. Just I just want one piece with lots of... With white frosting. Mm-hmm. Not cream cheese frosting, but white. Right. Okay. You got that? Yeah. I can't stand white frosting, but I'm not a real frosting person. I used to decorate cakes a lot. I don't know. You're the frosting on my cake. I got burned out on frosting. But anyway, I'm not much of a cake person. You didn't even either. respond. She doesn't oh. even respond to anything I say anymore. Okay, I'm your frosting. Oh, thank you. How's that? Was that a good response? Whatever. <laughs> I just got a complimentary. Oh. Oh. Okay. Whatever. Gosh, I can't <laughs> believe this. Well, okay. Anyway, um, we have lots to do, to, to do today. I was going to talk about... Um, I'll talk about it next week because I'm working on computer restoring... Um, a computer that crashed. So we'll talk a little bit about that next week. What else? Um, we were going to talk about the programs that you and, and Catherine watch on HGTV or TLC or whatever you got. You guys watch all these weird real estate programs. I can handle about a half hour, but I, then I start freaking. Well, I just, I like, um, like home improvement shows. Like yeah. And that translates dollar signs to me. Yeah. Cause I'll, I'll say, Oh, we should paint our house that color or Yeah. No, I'm more concerned about all the remodel stuff. Yeah, that gets spendy. expensive. Wow. Yeah. But anyway, we'll, we can talk about those next week, too, because we're going to run out of time because okay. we have tons and tons of different stuff. Okay, so today on the show, I thought it would be really an interesting perspective to talk about not only the origins of Halloween, because it's celebrated so hugely here in the United States, but it is celebrated around the world. Um, I thought we would, we would talk a little bit about the origins of Halloween. We t- we can talk a little bit about the controversy of Halloween because 
it seems that you know we are we are believers in Christ, you and I, mm-hmm. and uh, we have we have probably gone on both sides of the fence on this particular subject in during our lifetime. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it would be really interesting to explain a little bit to folks about why why people that are Christians shy away from it, or some that do. Um, maybe we can talk a little bit about where the middle ground on it is, and. And then listen to a few more perspectives from people that aren't necessarily believers and what they think about it. Uh, we have all the different opinions on our Facebook and our Twitter page. Tons and tons of people weighed in on this subject. And I think that the questions alone will bring up tons of things that we can talk about. Uh, but I think it'll be a fascinating discussion today on the whole question, is Halloween evil? Coming up right now on Take Him With You. Okay, so you and I grew up in a completely different environment. Um, so how did you celebrate Halloween when you were a kid, Amy? Well, the funny thing is, is my my family didn't make a really big deal about Halloween I, um, as far as decorating and stuff. But we would sometimes carve pumpkins and... Um, and then my brothers were a lot older than me, so they were usually the ones that would take us out trick-or-treating. And I lived in a small rural um, farm community, so we just went to about 10 or 12 houses usually, um, people that we knew. And we would dress up a little bit, but we didn't ever buy costumes. We just, like, I don't know, dressed up somehow. <laughs> my brothers made masks at school and stuff paper mache masks and they would wear those and anyway and then sometimes our church that I grew up in actually had um had Halloween parties Mm -hmm. and we would have bobbing for apples and one year they even turned the church parsonage into a haunted house wow and it really it really scared me really bad you were scared of that because they had a coffin in the dining room yeah, that happens when you eat. And, it's like you get pepper up your nose, you cough. No, no, they had it. Start a coffin? They had, no, not a start a coffin. A, a real one, like a oh, coffin. from, ew. And they had um, one of the pastor's sons dressed up and and then sat up in the coffin. And I was really young, like four or five, but yeah. I still remember it. So it scarred it, you for life. Huh? It scared me. And then they had a headless man hanging from the ceiling. Funny things you remember about Halloween, huh? Oh, I just, that just like scared me really, really, really bad. And they had like peeled grapes and noodles and you put your hands in them. And it was like just disgusting. That was for eyeballs and intestines. I, it was just so gross. And I'm not quite sure why our church growing up did that but because it was scary to little kids i remember mm. being scared spitless it was awful I so that's what you did for halloween every year um yeah we we did the i i remember doing the bobbing for apples and eating carameled apples and my mom 
My mom didn't buy candy to give away much. We usually made homemade popcorn balls and oh, gave those away. That's interesting. Yeah. Huh. They were good. You can, you can get away with that back then. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was before all the... I remember in school them talking about being careful with your candy because people can put... Um, needles or razor blades in it or anything but we knew all the people that we went trick-or-treating to yeah but yeah i was kind of surprised because i grew up in a um a a christian home but there wasn't really anything said about halloween being bad or anything and until i got to be in high school and then i remember listening to somebody i think it was mike Warnke. Mike Warnke talking yeah. about Halloween being evil yeah, and the origins of Halloween. Until then, I didn't really think anything about the origins of it. We just, it was just a day to dress up and get eat candy and play games, except for that scary time. Sorry. Am I not loud enough? No, you're fine. Okay. So what was um, your experience as a kid? I, I know that... Well, thank you, guys... you for asking, Amy. That's very nice of you. <laughs> um... Um, let me see. Gosh, uh, we, as far back as I can remember, Halloween was always a get lots of candy night. Uh-huh. And we also lived out in the, uh, out in the country, about eight miles out the East Hoquim Road. And we would, um, we would dress up. We'd all, I was, always, I'd always plan out some cool costume or something. And, and we would go trick or treating. And again, we had to drive to go. Tr- we couldn't just walk to the neighbors because they were so far away. Mm-hmm. Because we lived out in the country, so we w- dad would get us in the truck or whatever, and we'd drive around to these different places. And I loved being out in the country because in town, I, rem- I, I, I do remember briefly being in town when I was a little kid before we moved to the country. And trick or treating, we'd walk. There was tons of houses, and you'd walk all over, and you get like one piece of candy per house. Mm-hmm. But out in the country. You go to your neighbors' houses and you get handfuls and sometimes full-size candy bars. I I do remember one particular household that we went to. It was the farm across the street, and Grandpa and Grandma Camenzine, they had a jar of like fifty cent pieces or quarters. I can't remember. Wow. And then you could get a whole can of pop. You could get a quarter or fifty cent piece and a full-size candy bar at wow. their house. Wow! Not a little treat size, but. Back yeah. when candy bars were big. Well, they probably only had about... They were way bigger back then, too. They probably only had about 20 kids come to their house. So, so they could do that, They yeah. were very generous. Same thing out in the, out where we yeah. were at. They just let us take handfuls of candy and, and, if, and sometimes give us just bunches of stuff. So we always made a real haul during that time. But what I fondly remember about Halloween was the parties that we would put on um, through our 4-H club. And we just had we just had such a great time. A lot of memories were made. We really enjoyed uh, getting together. We were called the East Oakland Road Runners, and so we would uh, do this big party every year and just have a great time. And, and sometimes we'd do school activities like that. You know, we'd have a big uh, big party at school, and then we'd come back and then get ready for the 4-H club to get together over at the Powers House. And you know what? What? I don't mean to interrupt you, but I am. I am. I guess I do mean it. You did interrupt me. You just did. I just remembered that I think some of the parties that I had at the Baptist church that I grew up in 
weren't actually sponsored by the Baptist Church, but I think they were actually 4-H parties. Yeah, I would imagine they are. And were. I mean, but the the haunted house was, uh, yeah, that was. We always yeah, tried but, to, and we always tried to do something fun because we but, lived we lived out in the country, and we tried to do the yard up cool, and when people would yeah. come up, they'd be scared and stuff. But my group was called the Country Cousins, though. Mine were the East Oakland. And, and sadly, it, sadly, a lot of us were cousins. <laughs> Yep, you did yeah, that bail. Yeah, the country cousins. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Okay. So tell you. So, so you decorated. My family didn't really decorate much. But no, you we only we we a didn't. Lot. No, well, we decorated a little bit for Halloween, but for mo- mostly it was. Just for the night of Halloween, we would carve jack-o'-lanterns and put them out on the yeah, road and have them lit up and try to make them scary, you know. And <laughs> then we'd, uh, you know, Dad would stay home and give out. Well, no, Dad drove us around. Mom would give out the candy and so on and so forth. So anyway, I have very fond memories of Halloween growing up. Never was, we didn't, um, you know, I know sometimes people say, well, it's evil and you're celebrating the devil and all this different stuff. But quite honestly, we didn't do any of that kind of stuff. It was simply... We got to go around and get candy and be goofy. And the reason I liked Halloween so much, nice. and still to a certain degree do, mm-hmm. was because I love monsters. Yeah, I, I'm not... I love monsters. Monsters are cool. They, monsters are powerful, and they're goofy, and you use makeup to make them look cool. And I had a kit. I remember having a makeup kit, and I could draw scars, you know, on me and, and do fake noses. And it, I just love that kind of thing. But do, I'm in the theater. Do you think that's why you like aliens? Because they remind you, they kind of, you know, have, like, weird noses and scars. And... I don't know. I just like the science fiction element to different oh. things and the... I've never been into monsters. I think that that's I loved. I used to have. Me. I used to try to scare myself by listening to Frankenstein records, Dracula records, stuff like that. And it, again, the it, monster mash. It wasn't because I was into <laughs> evil. And you know, some people say, "Well, that's evil and all that jazz, and and you shouldn't do that." But it was just. It was just basically a, a, a kind of a different storyline of things. And I I love hearing stories and telling stories. And so so to me. You know, I don't know. I think some people can get really extreme and get all weirded out and whacked out about stuff. But I understand where they're coming from. But I also think that 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 uh, many times people will say, well, it's the devil's holiday. But quite honestly, um, I don't think the devil has anything you don't give him. And, and I don't think any day is more um, holy than any other day, if that makes sense, or evil than any other day. I think it's all in the perspective of how people celebrate different things and what it's all about. I, I had a scripture verse that came to mind as we were preparing for this today, and it, it says, and I, I didn't look up the address, but it says, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. So God made all the days. Right. So I don't think he made a day that said, okay, this day is going to be the evil day. Right. Um. You know, I do know that there are some religions that do celebrate different days as being festivals and different things more um well and even in the bible you see that there were times when they had feasts and mm -hmm. and different things where they did celebrate so i guess there were days that were honored honored certain things but in this case we're talking about halloween yeah but i'm i'm saying about in halloween um there are different like wiccan religions or different ones that hold um Different solstices, like winter solstice or Halloween, as being days that they celebrate in a different way. Right. <laughs> I don't know how to, you know. Um, well, people celebrate all sources, though. Yeah, but I'm just saying that God God made the days for us to um, 
rejoice and worship him and um, we don't have to dedicate a day to the devil. Yeah. Well, some people might. Some people might, but I'm just But it saying, doesn't make the day evil. But we can dedicate the day to the Lord. Well, I did a little research, and, and there are tons and tons of articles on the internet, uh, in the library, throughout history, mm-hmm. that will talk about the origins of Halloween. But I figured one of the most safe places we could go is history.com. Oh, cool. So I thought I would read real quick the origin of Halloween, mm-hmm. and then from there we can go to our Facebook. We have so ma- I don't think we're going to get through all the comments because there's a lot. There's a whole lot, and I think uh, it, it'll be interesting to pick through some of them because there there are different sides to it. So anyway, this is what History.com says: Halloween, celebrated each year on October 31st, is a mix of ancient Celtic practices. Catholic and Roman um, religious rituals and European folk traditions that blended together over time to create the holiday that we now know today. Straddling the line between fall and winter, plenty, uh, plenty and, uh, oh, I, I, my. Plenty and want, or what is it? No, I think so. I think that's what it means. I'm sorry, my, my monitor has sunshine on it and I can't read it really well. Uh, and life and death, Halloween is a time of celebration and superstitions. Halloween has long been thought of as a day when the dead came to return to the earth and ancient Celts would light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off these roaming ghosts. The Celtic holiday of... Um, again, i gotta, I got to get closer to my... I have stuff on my monitor. Ugh, I wish I could see better. Uh, the Celtic holiday of some... Samhain or some Samhain or something, the Catholic uh, Hallowmas uh, period of All Saints Day and All Souls Day, and the Roman festival of Feralia, all influenced the modern holiday of Halloween. In the 19th century, Halloween began to lose its religious connotation, becoming more secular, community-based children's holiday. Although the superstitions and beliefs surrounding Halloween may have evolved over the years, as the days grow shorter and the nights get colder, people can still look forward to parades, costumes, and sweet treats to usher in the winter season. Hmm. Well, and I think that later on as we go through the Facebook quotes, someone points out, too, that a lot of the holidays that we consider Christian holidays also have um pagan or different roots and and as constantine or different religious groups the roman catholics or whatever came into an area they converted um like winter solstices or um fertility festivals and just kind of changed them to celebrate christmas and easter and you know, so anyway, um, the kind of redeeming things that maybe had a dark side or, or at the beginnings and made them more light or more happy celebrations of um, well, hope let's just, and joy. Well, I think a lot of times um, the church would just try to change it to be Christian. Yeah, they just kind of Christianize. But, but like with Easter, you can definitely see... Some of the symbols for fertility goddesses, sure. like the 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 bunny and the eggs. <laughs> sure, because if you've had rabbits, you know what they're talking about. <laughs> but I mean, like, I think that's why sometimes churches will call it Resurrection Day instead, because right. they're trying to get away from the pagan part. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, 
regardless of the or well i mean i mean because of the origins i guess there's so many different aspects of either celebrating or not celebrating this holiday mm-hmm. that it brings into to role is the question is is halloween evil in its and if you look at the roots of it, it isn't necessarily, there are some parts of it that are, but other yeah. parts that aren't. Well, the name Halloween, I've heard said before, from the Roman Catholic perspective, was All Hallows' Eve. So they took the the pagan thing and made it into... I'm going to open my window. It's too hot in here. Okay. They made it into something, um, you know, combined with All Saints Day when you celebrated, you know, Christian saints that came before. And so there there became a, a Christian aspect. I don't know. I mean, I'm not Roman Catholic, so I don't know if there's still that um, kind of sanctified aspect to Halloween anymore. Or, I mean, here it's about dressing up and eating candy. So right. I'm not sure... Maybe some of our comments will will have some aspect of that in it. I'm not sure if I didn't read down all the way yet. Yeah. Well, why don't we go ahead and read some of our, our I think these are fascinating comments on the, uh, the celebration of Halloween. Here's the question I asked. Do you celebrate October 31st? Why or why not? And how? Because okay. I wanted I wanted to make sure we got everybody diff- from different religions, different persuasions, whatever, to to chime in on it. Because I didn't want to. I think sometimes the this is a pet peeve of mine. But sometimes I think in in Christian circles, the questions people ask are so stupid. The way they ask the question, mm-hmm. they'll say like, you know, um, I don't know, you know, they, they like preach while they do the the uh, the question instead of just letting people say what they think. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I, so I wanted to not cloud it up with controversy. I just wanted to know, you know, do you celebrate October thirty first? Why or why not? And how do you do it? And this is what we got from the responses. Can I read Simon's? Sure. Because this is kind of fun. Because this is over in the UK. I like the one later he writes. It's hilarious. Okay. It says, um, "I have been to the odd Halloween party, but it is not really a huge thing over here like it is in America." I guess um, by the same, or by the time Isla gets older, that's his little girl, she will want to dress up as a zombie. <laughs> I was a ghostbuster once, um, but that's another ta- tale to tell. He was a ghostbuster. Who are you going to call? Ghostbuster. Simon. Yeah. Meds. Okay, so they don't really celebrate it huge over in... Uh, but they have little parties here and there, it sounds sure, like. Sure. Yeah. And if Isla becomes a zombie, I want a picture. Yeah. <laughs> She's very cute. We got our Barf Vader t-shirt one time. It was, yeah, not Darth Vader, Barf, Barf Vader. Barf Vader, you know, because babies do that. A lot. A lot. <laughs> okay, so what does Angie say? Angie says, oh boy, do I. My birthday is five days before, so I had Halloween parties for my for her birthday you know i did that too my birthday was on the 26th and so we did a lot of a lot of my themed uh birthday parties were halloween ones and my birthday was right after halloween and one of my friends was like the day before so we combined a couple times and had i remember one time day together we oh i remember now i remember we had this halloween party where my um my grandma hansen dressed up like a witch and made this this punch with dry ice in it and Uh i was little and I was so scared because she, she, I didn't know it was her. She had this big nose with a wart on it and everything. <laughs> 
And I didn't know it was my grandma, so I was scared to death. And they, of course, my brother was playing it up because he thought it was funny that I was all freaked out. Yeah. And then said, uh, and and we had a bunch of kids over, and so we were all doing these different, you know, games and stuff you do on Halloween parties. And uh, then they said that the radio, somebody ran in and said the radio reported that a mummy was on the loose in the neighborhood. Oh. And I'll never forget this. I was so scared. I started crying and hid under the table. And in walked a full-sized mummy, bandaged the whole thing, and everybody screamed and everything. And he walked through the house, and all the kids ran and everything. And I was huddled under the... I almost peed my pants. I was so scared. until you know, I've never heard that story before. I, well, wait. It gets better. So then my mom drags me out from underneath the table and says, Ricky, Ricky, don't get all freaked out. It's okay. It's okay. And I'm like... And she's holding me by the mummy, and I'm scared to death. And he's going... And all set. Well, anyway... He finally took off his bandage, and it was my uncle Bill. I I could see that. And he was having a fun scare. I, the I would crap think out it was me. probably one of your uncles. They yep, were quite the characters. Well, I knew it was my uncle Bill. I just remember that. And and then when I finally realized it was him, then I thought it was funny and I felt like an idiot. <laughs> I was just a little. You kid. were just a gullible little boy. I still I was. remember the the jingle bells underneath yeah. your bedroom window, and you thought Santa you were going to get in trouble because you were still awake and Santa Claus was there, and you were supposed to be asleep. Or I could do a whole podcast I... just on my uncles. Yes, you could. You could probably do a whole year of podcast just about your uncles. But anyway, <laughs> how my uncles scarred me for life. Thanks, guys. Thanks. <laughs> Anyway, yes. okay, I don't know why I brought that up. But, uh, okay, Michelle says, My parents were never big on trick-or-treat. It must have been because we lived in the boonies. If you walk up to someone's house dressed like a zombie, you're likely to get shot and miss out on candy. <laughs> <laughs> she's, from, she's from Texas. I, yeah. guess, I guess that's, you know, a lot of gun-toting people in yeah, Texas, yeah, so you don't yeah. want to go up to their door no but anyway um now my husband and i take our kids to our church's halloween fair no trick-or-treating less to worry about no traffic weirdos or shotguns that's hysterical <laughs> yeah uh daryl my friend daryl from uh the seattle area says i've been a, Tol- a tolosian borg tos officer next generation officer klingon and many more i'm glad you got that one because i wasn't sure how to pronounce tolas is it tolasian Anyway. Uh, he said Telosium. Okay, I wasn't sure. I knew Borg and Klingons, yeah. but yeah. So anyway. I think the Telosians were in the, the old series where they sped up the water. Those were Telosians, I think. Okay. Or is that Scalasians? I'm not oh, sure. Okay, well, anyway. Yeah. Pamela says, I used to until a couple of years ago. It was always a big deal with my parents and my grandkids. Pizza, pop, trick-or-treating, etc. I do not celebrate it. As, um, I now do. Not I now celebrate. do not celebrate it, as I believe that many of the depictions of its background um, in it. I have to click see more. Sorry, yeah. um, it is still um, evolving around evil spirits. The jack o' lanterns used to be carved out of turnips with candles burning them, um, set out to ward off evil spirits. It actually started out as a festival to celebrate the end of summer and the beginning of the dark days of winter. But now I see nothing in it to bring glory to God. Actually, it takes our minds off of him and focuses on devils, ghosts, demons, vampires, etc. Scary movies are usually part of Halloween. I don't like that part either. I don't like scary movies. But anyway, our church has a fall festival the night before. Before. And we have the kids dress up, but no dark costumes allowed. 
Um, people from all over town bring their kids and have a great time is had by all. No danger. Everyone is safe, and we even have some families start attending our church. Oh, okay. So, okay. So now we're seeing one one aspect of it where you just kind of you recognize that there are different parts of things that may be uh, more of a darker influence. Well, and and we kind of did a lot of that yeah. when our kids were little. Matter of fact, yeah. um, we either big, had big we'd have big carnivals either at our church. In a few years, we hosted carnivals at our local YMCA for the whole community. And yeah. one of my specialties is I had a non-scary. Um, theater. <laughs> we had movies going all night of like Veggie Tales, mm-hmm. like God is bigger than the boogeyman and stuff. Those songs, and um, we had popcorn and we had car. You did. You had the youth group do carnival games with the kids. Yeah, and, we had a great time with that. And then kind of we stuff. gave out a bag of candy to each of the kids. Big bag left. of candy. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it was a safe place, and kids got to dress up and have fun. But yeah, yeah, and yeah. and I think the um, the basically in in at least in the United States, things got got a little crazy because there were people putting stuff in the candy that were was being given out and stuff. And uh, in order for things to be safe, I thought you know I came up with the idea as a as a youth pastor that to do a big celebration but do it in a way where the kids were safe and they got to have fun and stuff like that and we didn't concentrate as much on the ghoul side of things as we did on the god side of things and Mm -hmm. just celebrated and and had a good time and and the kids had a great time and and uh, we just again i think it's all in how you celebrate the holiday not as necessarily um if you think it's evil or not if if that makes sense I, i think most things are neutral it's what you do with them Mm-hmm. And in this case, yes, uh, some people have taken it extreme and made it into you know blood and gore and all this different stuff, and that's their you know prerogative if they want to do that. But you don't have to do it that way. You can celebrate the harvest. You can celebrate you know this time of year and everything. You can. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that either. So mm-hmm. it's all in how you celebrate Halloween. If you make it evil or not. Yeah. Well, it's, like I said, we this is it. a day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Every day we can be thankful. For the day God has given us. And, mm-hmm. and um, yeah. S- Sue says this. She says, I know many people who do not for religious reasons. And there's that word again. I don't have a problem with it. Um, uh, and I was never prevented from dressing up or trick-or-treating. However, I was never allowed to dress up as anything occult. And I know my parents often took some flack because their daughter dressed up for Halloween. But just because something started as a pagan festival doesn't mean it still is. Let's face it, many Christian um, customs and celebrations were adapted from pagan rituals and festivals. Christmas is in December, and we even decorate the way we do, because the church wanted the celebration to rival the solstice celebration and the feast of Saturnalia, I believe, to attract more people. Personally, I think people overreact. Halloween is more obvious in its origins but it's not even close to the only thing we do today uh, with previous occult origins so i come at it with the idea of practicality the kids or the kid dressed in red wearing horns and a tail is not out for sacrifice or not out to sacrifice my cat to a demon master he wants some free candy and a little fun (laughs) yeah and I think that's a, that's a really good perspective, Sue, to have. Uh, she grew up as a pastor's daughter, mm-hmm. 
And so, you know, some people would say, well, gosh, you shouldn't dress up. And other people said it was okay. So, well, and that's kind of the, the way we did with our kids. We let them dress up sometimes for harvest carnivals and stuff, but they were usually like Jar Jar Binks or Princess or something. We didn't really go for like the evil. I don't side remember of when stuff. Nathan dressed up like a princess. No, Catherine. Oh, okay. She, she was, um, yeah. I was going to say, I've never seen Andrew in a princess costume. No, not him either. He was Jar Jar Binks or a cowboy. Many years he was a cowboy, but that's another story. <laughs> He's probably not very happy with me. I told everyone he was a cowboy. So Randall says, I've never figured out the celebration aspect of it, but I have no problem with dressing in a costume for a special event. I've been Darth Vader, a hippie, and Uncle Sam. I can see all of those. <laughs> Being Darth Vader on roller skates at the Harp Arena was a tough one. Oh, that'd be funny. I'm falling now. Well, I, I would think because, you know, he had that long flowing cape and it'd be easy to like roll over it and go flying. How would you do the hokey pokey as Darth Vader on roller skates? It would be a challenge. Yeah. Or the all skate. I have you now. Yeah. Okay. Hope says... Always dressed up as a kid. Always dressed my kids up. I loved trick-or-treating with my dad. Um, Loved taking my kids out. Now I participate in the trunk-or-treat that our church puts on on the Saturday before the 31st. Celebrations are what you make them. Absolutely true. I See, again, I think there's all sorts of aspects that you can... You can look at anything and go, okay, well, we can be extreme or we can be not extreme or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so Pamela says, I understand what Sue is saying. She is correct about Christmas and even Easter was a pagan holiday. We have to be accountable to light uh, to light God to the light God has given us to walk in. I do not celebrate Christ's birth on Christmas. Christmas, I actually celebrate. Oh, gotta click on more. <clears throat> Just celebrated a couple of weeks ago. Um, it was the time of year he was born, not not the exact date. Uh, we do need to be careful that Satan does not hide us from the truth. He is wily and scheming. Our beliefs and our acceptance of things God is not willing to bless. Okay, I think I understand that. Um, uh, people, has certainly changed over the years. Oh, has certainly changed over the years. Okay. Uh, and then she goes on to talk about... Um, a lot of issues that have nothing to do at all with Halloween. Yeah. So I'm not going to read them. Uh, but anyway, I just thought that was really interesting. And then Brett, our friend Brett that we had on the show a couple of weeks ago, what does he say? Brett says, um, we went through a period when we didn't and certainly respect those who don't. My own feeling is that Christ can redeem fallen humanity. Then why can't he redeem one day of the year? We do have a trunk or tree at our church and bless the neighborhood kids, and we have a lot of fun with it. That's a really interesting comment, Brett. Um, I think that's really a good look at things. Um, you know, it is true. Why in the world would you just succumb and say, well, you know, if so, just because one person says, well, this day is evil. Why would you give the devil a day? I don't know. I don't think we should give him a day. I mean, if you were a Satanist, I guess you could give the devil a day, but I'm not. So why would I give him a day? I'm not going to give him a day. But as a believer, I I believe that God made the days, and we're supposed to to give God glory in every day. Okay. So what does socially Sarah say? 
socially, Sarah says, I wouldn't say I celebrate it, but it is a fun way, um, fun, fun day. day when you have kids. Every year, my husband, my son, my parents, and I go out to Schaefer Farms and get pumpkins. We bring them back to our house and we carve them while I make a big dinner. It's a fun day spent with family. Then, of course, Halloween night, my husband and I take our youngest to the convention center and play games and see his friends. Because of his food allergies, he doesn't come home with a lot of candy, which is fine by me. Yeah, the more the, the, more the kids brought home the candy, the more I ate it. Especially the little chocolate bars. Yeah, chocolate. Fun size. Or chocolates. Milky Way. Milky Way is my, is my downfall. Yes. I love Milky Ways. Yes, you do. Yes. They're really bad for me. Chocolate. Any kind of chocolate's good. Do you know that Catherine and I found some really good sugar-free chocolate at Walmart? Mm. Some with, with um, like, espresso beans in it. Yeah, it's you really guys eat yummy. it and, don't you, and you hide it from me because I don't well, know where it is. Well, you don't like the um, espresso bean kind She does that you. on purpose, don't you? Yeah, I help you. Yeah, help me. <laughs> well, let's go on to the comments. Okay. Um, Jimmy said, yep, it's Nevada Day here in Nevada, and the... Day Nevada became a state state holiday with a holiday party. Okay, I didn't know that. Where did you find that? Because you went way, way away from where we were. Oh, okay. I thought we were right after Brett. Did I skip? Some? Well, no, that's we where we I just was. no, we just read socially Sarah. Oh, so Brett had two. That confu- yeah. That's okay. why I got right. confused. So Beth says, I agree with Pamela. I was raised with parents who had a relationship or. Uh, I, w- I was not raised with parents who had a relationship with the Lord. I, f- uh, I have friends that take kiddos to trick-or-treat and dress up. I was allowed to dress up and trick-or-treat when I was little. Um, it was not harmful to me. My husband was raised with active, believing parents who did not allow them to celebrate. They did go to the Harvest Carnival at the church and things like that. We now choose to not celebrate Halloween with our children. There's just too much evil surrounding the holiday. That's what Beth says. Okay. And... um. Randall said, Pamela, actually Jesus' birth was more likely in March. We don't celebrate it then because we we can't have Santa coming right before the Easter Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Randall, you're hilarious. Yeah, that would be confusing. I um, love this one. Um, Simon, our friend Meds, decided to chime in again after reading all the comments. I think I may visit Stonehenge and have some pagan dancing. Now, where are the bells and wicker man? So I don't understand the bells and wicker man, but maybe I don't know enough about pagan holidays. It's okay, but I got a kick out of it. Okay. Meds, you're hilarious. You're okay. absolutely hilarious. All right, I have Stone heard. Of, I know Stonehenge, but anyway, yeah, and I believe I believe I heard before that part of the pagan holidays you're supposed to dance around naked in the woods, and I I I don't like that idea. That just sounds uncomfortable to me. Pine needles and stuff. Yeah, the whole naked in the cold with people around. No, no. But anyway, so um, <laughs> maybe if I were You wouldn't alone, make a very good pagan, dear. I wouldn't make a very good pagan. I would, like, need a, a big heavy coat <laughs> and and dark glasses so I don't see anybody Don't else. visualize any of this, please. Just okay. let's not go there. So um, Ross says um, he normally catches a horror movie. There you go. He'll have to catch it without me. I don't like being scared. Uh, Tiffany says, Halloween is actually one of my favorite holidays. I love haunted houses and dressing up in costumes and carving pumpkins. Why do I celebrate? Because I love it. I know all about its origins, and I've heard the Christian arguments. Um, but if you look um, 
you look on my info page, you'll also see I've never claimed to be a Christian. I still firmly believe that all religions were uh, were once one, and that what is evil to one religion is in some very fundamental way similar to the things in their very own. I'm not saying anyone's choices to celebrate something are not uh, or not are right or wrong, because that is a personal decision. It's like how some people, how some religions don't celebrate birthdays. I think it's weird, but to each their own. I'm pretty sure I'm going to have different views than most of your comments based on what you said in the at the end of the last podcast. Well, actually, Tiffany, I think your comment is really good, and and uh, um, you know, I, I think it's it's again. There's so many different motives behind how people celebrate different holidays, you know. And and uh, although I, you know, I, I firmly believe that um, that most religion comes out of the need of human beings to have something bigger than than themselves, um, I'm of the opinion that um, my faith isn't really a religion as much as it is um, um, a lifestyle or a, or a change in the way a relationship. Yeah, it's a relationship. It's different than a religion. I. Um, I understand that some people can make Christianity into a religion, and I guess that sounds kind of weird to, to say. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I understand. I understand yeah. where you're coming from. And Sue says, I'm not saying I don't respect choices of people who don't celebrate, but as Hope said, celebrations are what you make them. My parents, both theologians, raised me with the knowledge of the origins of Halloween, but had no problem with... Um, costumes and candy um still don't um still don't. still don't we have halloween sunday at in church we should be aware of things around you aware of their origins and intentions but the only thing that truly matters is your own beliefs and in intentions a day cannot be evil i don't even believe that people can be evil thoughts and actions are where the evil lives and spreads Wow, again, Sue, you, you you know, you should be a preacher. <laughs> yes. She's really good. She's really good. A lot of times we'll be thinking about what we want to say and she'll, she'll say, say it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Sue, thank you very much. Why don't yeah. you come live at our house and do the podcast with us? Yeah. yeah there you go. But uh, no, I, I really, I agree with you, Sue. I think that's really, really good. Mm-hmm. And Brett says, um, personally, I think Christians are going to take back the night. They need to do it right. The best candy should be at the Christian's house. Mm-hmm. I'm talking Klondike bars and full-size Snickers on ice. Right on, Brett. <laughs> Since when does making smaller equate with being fun-sized anyway? <laughs> That's right. It isn't a fun size. It means they just get more money for a bag of candy. I, I kinda, Fun for them, not for us. I kind of like the fun size personally because they're like 35 calories a piece compared to 250 yeah, or something. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah, that yeah. way I can still get a little Snickers bar and not have all the guilt with it. Sure, sure. But, but I understand uh, again, your point. See, I'm, I'm really enjoying the, the comments about being really balanced on the whole thing and not going so freaky yeah. that you... You know, shout on the you know you're not picketing on the corner and saying everybody's going to hell because they celebrate Halloween, but um, and then I'm not on the other end of where you lock the door and just hide inside the house. I think that's crazy too, but um, I really think it's a wonderful opportunity. How many other times of year do you have people come to your house, knock on your door, and want something from you? Mm-hmm. They're coming yeah. to me, so why not use that time as a time to? Spread some joy and some love and and love on people. I don't yeah. see why that's a bad thing. Be nice to some neighborhood kids. Yeah, that's yeah. right. 
Um, we already read the next one because I, yeah. I got confused. Mm-hmm. But um, Lisa says, I don't have a problem with people celebrating Halloween, especially kids dressing up and having fun. I even think adult costume parties can be fun. I do have a problem with the dark side of Halloween. I don't like horror movies. She and I would get along. And gore. And yeah. gore. Yeah, I don't like that either. So um, why would I want to celebrate that? Um, there's enough real horror in the world today. Well, that's for sure. I think Lisa and I should get together and watch Pride and Prejudice or something. <laughs> I thought this was interesting. A guy named Troy wrote, Halloween, Day of Human Sacrificing. And then he had a YouTube link. And then says says it all. And I thought, well, okay. Well, I, I, I've heard of like Satan Satanist groups doing stuff like that on Halloween because it's one of their... Holy days. Why would you call it a holy day, though? Anti-holy day? Holy just means high. Okay, one of their set-apart days. Celebrated right, days. Right. I, I have heard of that, but I, I don't think that most well, people Well, we all know that human sacrificing is completely legal in the United States, right? Well, yeah. Or got, anywhere, for that matter. If they got caught, I'm sure they would get in trouble. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, that I'm. You know, I think that there is probably that aspect out there, but that's not what most of us think about on that day. No. So um, no, it's not human sacrificing day. It might be for some people, but uh, they're wackos. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So okay. Ashley says, "I was a zombie last year because all you have to do is rip up a shirt and smear some red paint and dirt all over it." But I scared myself and probably small children. Uh, no more Halloween for me, unless I'm something happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great comment. Yeah, I like happy things too, Ashley. That's fine. Um, Steph, um, Steph says, I love Halloween. It was important where I grew up. and um, Near Pendle. Near Pendle. She lives in Europe. Oh, okay. I don't, I've never heard of Pendle. Yeah. And was used to celebrate with memories of the men and women who suffered at the Lancashire witch, witch trials. Hmm. I'm... Yeah, I'm not familiar with that stuff. I, I've heard of that. Gosh, we just, we, I don't think we're going to be able to get all the way okay. through all these. <laughs> okay, so. We have so many more, and they're mm-hmm. all really good. I recommend people going to our Facebook page, or at least to mine. That's where yeah, all the comments are. Yeah, because there's probably like 20 left. And we don't have time. We don't have, the podcast isn't long enough to do all the comments. We're already okay. well into it here. Um, I'm just trying to skim through real quick and see which ones we want to cover, because there's just so many more. Um. Uh, anyway, Steph, thank you for your comments. And uh, and I thought it was really interesting. She said, did you know that many Wiccans object to Halloween? Here's another thing. Most people are uninformed on what the, the thing is really all about. Okay. I thought Tiffany had an interesting thing. She actually watched the, the, the video that Troy put on there. Mm-hmm. She says, I watched your video, and quite frankly, it does not say at all like you think it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says quite a bit of things, but certainly not nearly enough if people, de- or if people decide to accept... Uh, that without research. First, he stated that he was a Satanist, and um, not uh, and 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 nor that he was a pagan or or he, how did she say? First, he stated that he was a Satanist, and nor that he was a pagan. It must be not not a Satanist, and, nor a uh, pagan or Wiccan. What is the difference? Huge. I highly recommend you do a bit of research into the differences because New Age religion beliefs. For the vast majority of them, don't believe in harming anything alive. Mm. And then she puts a few links. and They were actually fascinating links because, again, 
I think we do this in Christianity, and I no offense, you know. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm a I'm a believer well, in everything. We don't always understand everything. We paint everything know. with the same brush when it's not necessarily that cut and dried. Yeah, because I I guess we throw the baby out with the bathwater. Some people that are into like the New Age religions, or or like she said, Wiccan or pagan. Um, some of them are like just more like environmentalists and um, want to be kind of in tune with nature and not destroy right. Mother Earth, that kind of stuff. Right. You know, and there, well, there's a whole, there's a whole other thing. But again, yeah, when we when we as Christians paint everybody as blah. And we say that, well, then we are doing a disservice. Not only do we sound like we're idiots when we do that, but um, but we really are not trying to make an effort to understand where people are coming from. Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't have to, um, I don't have to like what people celebrate. I don't have to like why they do certain things. But I do believe that Jesus says I'm supposed to love people. Mm-hmm. And how am I going to love them by not listening to them and by painting them with a broad brush and making them out to be evil? You know what? We're all evil inside. Without God. And so, you know, I mean, I might be controversial for saying that, but uh, sometimes I think we get on a high horse and we think we're just too good, and we're not. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, she did say that she apologized if anybody got offended by those remarks. But, Tiffany, I I told her, I really like what you had to say. This thread will really help with our podcast. It's great to hear all sorts of perspectives. Yeah, it is. And, and, you know, one thing I have to be reminded of is that Jesus died for everyone. Yep. He died for the Satanist and the pagan and the Christian and the the Buddhist and Muslim. The Muslim. Yeah. You know, he came and died for everyone and um so anyway, it's good to have compassion and try to understand where people are coming from. I agree with right. you on that. Well, again, too, I think it's very important, especially nowadays. It's just laziness if you don't do your research and find out what you're really talking about before mm-hmm. you flap off. Yeah. Okay. So, Greg. Oh, you know what? I wasn't sure we were going to read. Greg more, said it. So. Brett Hammond. He said, "I certainly like your perspective. The overwhelming majority of kids of all ages who dress up and collect and eat candy are not associating themselves with Satanism in any way, unless, of course, the church tells them they are." And I thought that was really, really mm. interesting. And uh, I really, um, you know, I, I think, I think. This is really good, really good information. He says, The church unwittingly does Satan's work through an aggressive backlash over October 31st. Think of the publicity for one thing. To me, the bigger question is, how can I claim to be going out into the world and sharing my faith if I may, and make disciples for Christ when I turn off my light and shut the world out uh, by either implicitly or explicitly judging trick-or-treaters as evil, or at least for dancing with the devil? Brett's perspective is a good one. The Christian response should include plenty of patience and kindness and loads of generosity, along with love, joy, and peace. Maybe the biggest smiles and the best candy is the first step in sharing the gospel. Paul uh, clearly tells us uh, that those spiritual gifts are the antidote for everything that can be bad about Halloween. The Apostle gives strong guidance here in Galatians 5, not worried about rules or... or, or um, Rules are winning, but totally focused on loving our neighbors. Wow, Greg, mm-hmm. that's just that's fantastic. That, would, that may be, be a good one to end on. Yeah, because there's a lot. There's lots more, so and they're really more. good. And Tim Tim from Oregon had a, a couple of comments, and they were really good. But uh, I think Greg, that is an awesome way to end this program. Is to really say, you know, gosh, it's all in what you put into it. And you know, I think 
just like we do with the internet, we try to use it to redeem. Uh, you know, to we try to redeem the internet instead of being a place where you can find a lot of darkness and bad stuff. We try to make it a place where you can find a lot of light and good stuff. I think it's the same thing with any of the holidays that we celebrate. You can concentrate on the negative aspects because there's negative aspects to every holiday. Yeah, I mean, we could go off on, you know, the commercialization of Christmas, Christmas or, or we could go on to the pagan origins of Easter or the or, Christmas tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or you can just God, God made this day. I'm going to worship him on this day. And, Absolutely. And have a good time with your family and your friends and bless people and um so, yeah. That's yeah. what we're trying to do. Well, anyway, I just I just think it's really interesting how people can get really extreme on both sides and and I really think the the best way to live is is to live your well, for me as a believer to live my life for God and to love people and to care about people and not to uh not to do, ever try to be motivated out of fear or or be scared of things. There's no reason for it. Mm-hmm. Um I think I think sometimes though, you know, just as being pastors at one time, we we did encounter a lot. I, I think I understand why the people push against um, the evil aspects of Halloween or the curses and the witchcraft and the sorcery and stuff because a lot of people who don't go to church or are not believers really just chalk that up as fantasy. Mm-hmm. But we as believers also know that there are people out there that take this very seriously, that they they are there are people that put curses on people there are people that practice witchcraft and sorcery mm-hmm. and even though i don't believe those things are um aren't as mystical and magical as the movies say there are people that dedicate their lives to you know stuff that isn't so great mm-hmm. and it's it's what we do with that that really counts and and to, you know to me i've seen the real aspect i've seen somebody who is actually demon possessed and it's not it's not a pretty picture. I mean, it's not just in the movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had to help people out of situations where bad stuff is going on, um, that evil stuff. And I've seen it. I've I've heard people talk with different voices, and I know you can chalk it up, say mental, they're mental or whatever. But I've been there. I've seen it, and you know, I don't know. It's it's a little more real than people realize. Mm-hmm. But again, you know, it's what do we highlight and what do we put out there in front of everybody and. And uh, I think sometimes it's it's easy to turn around and say, well, you know, these kids that are participating in trick or treat are evil, but they're not, and and they're most of them have, like they said in the comments, mm-hmm. most of them have no idea what's going on, and they they don't know anything about any of that, uh, cursings or witchcraft or anything like that. So, well, that's one question though we didn't cover, <coughs> and I, I know it was in our notes. What's that? Is did we really cover what the Bible says about witchcraft and? Um, Oh, let me see what you said in the notes. Well, yeah. We, you know, yeah. What does the Bible say about curses, witchcraft, sorcery? sorcery? Yeah. Well, plain and simple, if you if you study into the Bible, you will find that uh, it does exist. Mm-hmm. And they talk about it, and they confront it in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, from the Bible's perspective, it says that the only God we're supposed to have is is the Lord God. Mm-hmm. So we're not supposed to rely on witchcraft. We're not supposed to rely on sorcery or chant or incantations or those type of things. Are it, the, the it, Bible it, says yeah. come from from Satan and from uh, the you know black magic and sorcery? Well, it can kind of be an idol. Anything that we put 
as our source of strength or that we or go where we to, derive power from yeah, or anything comfort that we yeah. go to instead yeah. of god so i mean a brownie could become someone's idol or a car or, you right know. but the but body, when it comes to these type of things where you're re- you're relying you're putting your faith in in a in an entity or in a in a several entities or it, it, basically the bible says you're not supposed to have any other god except for god himself mm-hmm. And so that's why it says repeated times throughout the Bible when you read it that um, it, it equates the word sorcery with pharmakeia, which means use of drugs. Anything that alters the mind, mm-hmm. that um, that puts puts another being in control of another being other than God, mm-hmm. it says you shouldn't you shouldn't participate. Yeah, and, and that's basically what the Bible says. It's, it 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 acknowledges that it it exists, but it says that you really should. Uh, repent from that and not participate in that type of thing and and make God the Lord of your life. Mm-hmm. It says not to participate in witchcraft and divination. Right, because it's not good. And... and it's not because God is trying to put a wet blanket over things. He just knows how it works. And he knows that those things will use you up and spit you out. Yeah. Well, sometimes things that we can go to instead of God can become our master. Yeah. And can really mess up our lives. You yeah. know, like... If you go to drugs instead of God, it can start to what you think is recreational and will help you for a time can end up becoming your master and yeah. controlling. Well, and you know there are you know there's lots of literature out there on um, what other religions believe. I mean, for instance, like the Satanic Bible, I've actually looked at it and read parts of it. And the number one commandment in the Satanic Bible is "Do what thou wilt" is the whole of the law. So, in other words. The most evil thing you can do, according to Satanists, is do whatever you want. Do whatever you want, and that that be, just sums up the whole law. Be of selfish, and you're a good Satanist, then. Right, yeah. and so so if you really want to get down to it, you really can't judge things by the outside. You have to judge things by the inside, and and for our, we're supposed to judge ourselves and look at what the Bible has to say. But anyway, it it does talk very you know, several many many times in the Bible. It says not to turn to the dark practices and the different things that that um, people would turn to other than god and that's what it says yeah but like we've said in this this show most little kids that are out there you know dressing as cowboys or right buzz lightyear or something or um, even vampires and they, stuff. They don't they're even, not thinking about they that. don't even realize any part of that they don't realize the origins or anything they just want candy yeah, and that's you know again we gotta we have to think okay now how can for me I take it and say well how can I take this holiday and do something with it that will help people and we we used to go door to door and give people you know literature about God and stuff like that that was kind of corny but um, a lot of times we'll just be we just like to bless people and, and love on people and that's that's mm-hmm. the best way to go yeah I want to share a song that I wrote it's a rocking tune you want to hear it. Um, yeah, I think I probably have heard it before. But you have, yeah, and you're pretty soon you're going to be producing a podcast, I think, um, with kind of this theme. Well, mm, well, I'm yeah. working with the Martians Are Here podcast on a special that is going yeah. to be coming out. It's mm-hmm. really going to be good, so yeah. you'll enjoy that. But uh, it's a a zombie a, zomb- a zombie Amish story, yeah. Amish zombie story. It's very unique. It is. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really cool. Our friend Brett wrote it. But right now I want to play a song uh, just in honor of our Halloween podcast today. Uh, is Halloween evil? Uh, what about zombies and monsters and everything? How about this song? This is called Don't Want to Be a Zombie. Right here on Taking With You. Don't want to be a zombie. 
Yeah, a lot of people just kind of live their life as zombies, and I don't want to live that way. No, we don't want to have a zombie life. We want to be able to have an abundant life. That's right. So let's pray. Ready? Yeah. Okay, Father, I just thank you for each and every person that uh, has listened to this podcast. And I thank you, God, that you have given us um, this life to be a steward over and to to uh, be involved with so many different people and we pray god that you would you would keep us from any aspect of deception or evil or any of that kind of thing that could creep into our lives we do really want to live for you and we want to we want to be everything that you created us to be we pray god that as people celebrate the halloween holiday that uh, you would give people the right perspective and that you would uh, help everybody to be safe during this time and uh, we just thank you again that uh, you really are the boss and that when we serve you, you make things clear to us. And we, we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Next week, we're going to talk about an interesting subject. We're going to talk about deception. Mm. A lot of times, we don't know we're being deceived until after we've been deceived. So we're going to talk about how do you know if you're being deceived? What are some things that are are common deceptions in life? And how do you deal with deception? Does that sound like fun? Sure. Okay, don't be deceived. It's going to be really good. Why are you looking at me like that? Am I supposed to say something else? Well, we're ending the program and you're not like talking. You're just like chewing Um, on something. No, I'm not chewing on anything. She was eating on the podcast, everybody. Well, I thought your song was going to go longer. And so I got some little puffy Cheeto thingies. Mm, They're good. Um, But anyway, um, I have some still. But we probably should say this has been a more multimedia 
LLC production. production. Copyright 2010, all rights reserved. Yes. Find us, please. Email us. And if you have a chance to give a donation, we would really u- be able to use it. Thank you. We forgot to do that today. That's okay. That's, you know, we're not all about money, but I can tell you what, we got to pay the bills. And yeah. It would be really helpful right now, especially. Yeah, it would be great. So if you can. There's a place on our website that mm-hmm. you can even click to donate either one time or, or monthly, set it up. Yeah. You know, for 10, 20 bucks a month or $5 yeah. a month. Or well, we could use anything you could him. help us with. That'd be yeah. Good. And you can see us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash rick.moyer or amy.moyer. Or you can visit our takehimwithyou.com po- uh, podcast website. has mm-hmm. all of our programs on there that you can download. Got all sorts of notes and fun things to do. It's exciting. Or you can follow me on Twitter at Moyer. Seven seven seven. You can follow me on Twitter, but I never go there, so I wouldn't bother. Don't follow her on Twitter. Because I forget to post. Don't anything. follow Amy on Twitter. I do have one, but I don't even remember how to get on it anymore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks everybody for joining us. I had a great time, and uh, be safe this Halloween, please. <laughs>